Hello and welcome to the Courage to Be podcast, where we explore how to raise your game, lean into discomfort and have more impact and purpose. I am your host, Sinead Millard. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the final episode of season one here on The Courage To Be. Um, I have to say I hadn't envisioned reaching 18 episodes in the first season. That's quite a long season. Um, But quite honestly, it just really didn't feel like it was ready to come to an end up until now. Um, But now is the time and I'm excited for what's to come in season two. But to wrap up season one, I want to take you through some of the key insights that I have extracted across each of the interviews that I've had. It's really capturing that one thing, that one word, that one topic theme that I believe came through very strong within that particular conversation. I'll begin with my first guest on the Courage To Be show, who was Pat Lamb, Director of Rugby at Bristol Bears. The one word that comes to mind when I think back to the conversation I had with Pat is focus. In fact, during our conversation, Pat actually shared with me a really interesting exercise on focus, but he also explained that what we focus on has a profound effect on how we show up. When you focus on negative comments, you can't achieve, you can't move forward. So focus on the people that love and support you, that want to see you succeed and move forward. This is the energy that's needed to move us forward. This is the energy that's needed to drive performance. Yes, there's enough negativity out there and you can't always change that, but you can change what you focus on. Then on to my second guest on the Courage to Be show, Xanthi Berkeley, a photographer, filmmaker, stop motion artist and visual storyteller. What an amazing woman, creative inspiration. I had met Xanthi just once before interviewing her. And of course, given the fact that the courage to be for me is always at the forefront and my capacity to kind of see that in other people is obviously something that's always there. Um, But I immediately saw this within Xanti. So on launching the Courage to Be show, it was a huge privilege to be able to have this conversation with her. I think if I am to sum up perhaps the mindset that I really saw shine through in our conversation, that would be the who am I not to have a go mindset, which has definitely worked for Xanthi in taking her to where she is today. Her capacity to move through resistance was incredible. Um, She talks about keep going, keep creating, keep doing, keep practicing. I think she really spoke to the heart of what it means to put yourself out there to do the work perhaps before you feel ready. Moving on to my third guest on the Courage to Be show, the wonderful Michael Sirua, UK's leading personal coach. What an incredible man. Michael uh, has challenged me to choose one word actually because I am feeling a little bit torn between the word greatness and Michael's absolute desire and intention to be great at something um which he is proving um within the coaching industry versus self-belief um michael says there's a fine line between confidence and arrogance and i know i very much operate on that line but i believe it's his capacity to believe in his value 
in what he has to offer that has played a huge role in taking him to where he is today. But Michael also very much cross, crosses over and talks to his absolute desire and intention to be great at something and he says when you look at greatness in any line of work in any industry in any field you don't get there by being like anyone else Um, and this plays to the fact that Michael was a failed jazz trumpet player in his words and when he discovered he could not be the best in the world he moved on to his next obsession which was coaching um, so I think that kind of for me, it, it is those two words, it's greatness and it's underpinned by a huge degree of self-belief. Then too, Rebecca Morley, executive coach and leadership development specialist. This was a really um, enjoyable conversation for me because I had worked with Rebecca previously in corporate. So around the boardroom table, we were now having a very different conversation and there were parts of Rebecca's story that I had never known and that it was incredibly inspiring and eye-opening to hear about that journey. Um, For me, it's a story of courage to leave a very safe and successful career to step back and take time to redefine what success would mean to Rebecca in this new phase of her life. A naturally competitive individual, she wanted to succeed quickly and found herself dealing with all the usual imposter syndrome, lack of confidence and hearing how Rebecca moved through this was incredible. So I think that one word for me is is courage, really, in this particular situation. Then on to Bernadette Dancy, health and exercise coach. What an eye-opening and moving conversation this was for me. Um... I really think that the term corporate athletes sums up this conversation. Bernadette asked the question, can you treat yourself like an athlete? She explains that if we treated ourselves like athletes, corporate athletes, we would recognize that there's a need for rest and recovery in order to perform. Athletes recognize the importance of recovery in order to compete. And this is no different for non-athletes, irrespective of the work that we do. As we draw to the final two interviews, the second last interview was Loretta Nigowen, founder and director of Lorg Media. Um, I think I have to use the term empowerment here in terms of Loretta's upbringing. She talks about that freedom to explore the things that brought her joy. And this really stood out to me in terms of her capacity to believe in herself as she entered into those early adult into kind of mid-twenties into her early thirties and her capacity to try new things, step away from perhaps what was becoming a little bit comfortable and safe in order to try something new, knowing that there was a little bit more meaning, a little bit more joy that would inevitably come from that move. Um, So yes, I think it's empowerment in terms of her childhood and how that really built the foundation for the belief that she had in herself to lean into the things that could really bring her joy. Then to our final interview of season one with ex-All Black Nick Evans. The theme here for me has to be Nick's belief that we are a product of our environment. Nick talks to his own upbringing, um, in particular a message that he grew up um, seeing, believing and hearing. Nobody 
ever remembers who comes second and I think this sums kind of Nick up and his capacity to perform to compete and to succeed. So that's a wrap for season one. It has been such an honor to be able to have these conversations with so many high performing impactful individuals who I believe embody the courage to be um, and next level pleasure to be able to bring those conversations to you. If you do have someone in mind that you think embodies the courage to be, has a story to tell as it relates to the courage to be, do let me know. I'm currently preparing for season two and always interested in who you, the listeners, would like to hear on the show. Um, but in until then, I will confirm the date for season two in the coming weeks. And I look forward to reconnecting with some new and exciting guests. Have a fabulous day, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If there's something that you've heard in this episode that has resonated with you, or perhaps you think it could benefit someone else, then please do share this link or start the conversation. If you haven't done so already, click on the subscribe button in your listening app. And as always, I really value your feedback. So please rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And for more information, full show notes, links and resources, you can pop over to my website, SineadMillard.com. See you next time, back here on The Courage To Be.